Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Speak Easy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Gatmaitan. For our penultimate episode, we'll be listening to part 1 of my delightful chat with Puma Podcast CEO Carl Avier to learn about the lay of the land of podcasts in the Philippines. Enjoy the show! Project is a podcast that covers the business topics that matter to you today. Listen with ease to authentic conversations with thought leaders and industry experts to learn about the key issues, insights, and trends that could impact your daily life. Join your host, Jay Got My Ted, and get down to the essence of what you need to know. Podcasts have been around since the early 2000s, but locally, it has only taken root for around a decade. Only in the last few years, the industry has taken off with news outlets, celebrities, and internet personalities getting into the game, podcast networks sprouting up, and technology platforms like Spotify partnering with local content creators. Even with the pandemic, the sector has no signs of slowing down as it goes from strength to strength. This industry has been around for quite a while, so I'm wondering what are the reasons it's gaining popularity only lately? How much more has this industry room to grow? What are the benefits of listening to podcasts anyway? Joining us today to talk about the Philippine podcast landscape is the CEO of Puma Podcast, a three-time Anvil Award-winning podcast network with over 20 shows producing more than 500 episodes, covering news, sports, economics, pop culture, and more. Let's welcome my good friend, Carl Javier. Welcome to the podcast, Carl. Hello, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Of course, man. Basta ikaw. No, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about today's show because I get to hit two birds with one stone. First, I get to talk about something I'm really passionate about with an industry pioneer and heavyweight. And second, you know, I get a chance to put a spotlight on this very underrated medium. So Carl, in your words, give me the speakeasy on the podcast industry. Wow, man. That's such a huge, like, question. <laughs> <laughs> so one, thanks thanks for inviting me. Thanks for thinking that I'm a person that you can talk to about this. And I, I hope it really doesn't come across as, um, you know, false modesty or something. But uh, as much as I appreciate, like, the introduction and, and all that, I, I still squirm. I still am... Uh, kind of stepping in, into the role, into the position. I'm much more comfortable saying that Puma Podcast is an industry pioneer. I'm much more comfortable saying that we as an organization are, are sort of leading the way in terms of the specific kind of podcasting that we do. And we at least like to think that we're at the forefront of driving this medium forward. Again, this is sincere and genuine modesty. I do want to acknowledge that Maraminamam podcast before we came along. We, we have had audio as a tradition for decades, but I do think that as an organization that was audio first, podcasting first, we are among those who are leading the way. I don't want to, parang, yung mga, okay, oh, first, oh, pakitaan tayo ng sec. Yung mga ganon, like, I don't want to bother with, with that. I just want to imagine that this feels like a really interesting moment in media, in podcasting, where the technology is really ripe, where the audience is is showing up, and where we're figuring out what the opportunities in audio are. And I, I think like you're part of this conversation, you know, how many months ago was it na we sat down and you asked me, 
how do I start? And now, you know, this is your season ender, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and, and this is exactly it. It's uh, organizations that band together and do stuff. But I also value just as much individuals and independents and, and people like, like you who are entering the medium and advancing it and championing it. So I, I don't know, like as an industry, it's, it's fresh, it's new. Audio is not new, but the platforms and the opportunities are new. People are wrapping their heads around them. We've been fortunate enough to work with clients who believe that there is a space for this and there's a space for sort of the premium podcasting that that Puma Podcast does. Well, thanks for that, Carl. But let's talk about podcasts itself. Would it be simple to say that podcasts are radio on the internet? I think that's like where the whole conversation starts. If we're just moving definitionally, I think as an organization, yung yung sinasabi namin at Pumas, podcast is not a, an artistic medium or it's not, a, no, it's, it is a distribution method, right? If you go way back to the definitions of it, it's essentially an audio file that someone uploads and, and can be downloaded, right? And it's a portmanteau, right, of iPod and, and broadcasting. And so it's this idea that you can upload something and download it onto your de- device. And actually, if you think about it, panis na yung definition na yun kasi you can stream na. Diba? It, like, you think about the amount of bandwidth that was available to people when podcasting started. It was because YouTube wasn't there for people to, like, talk into. And so I really think that, you know, when we have these conversations, it's it's good to be able to step back and say, ah, kasi at the time... What was available was the bandwidth for audio was super easy to upload compared to video. And then it is rooted in in live talk radio as a medium. But also, if we look at the popular Western podcasts, they are also rooted in, say, an American tradition. Like kami, we're very inspired by Gimlet. Gimlet from Planet Money na nanggaling sa this American life? So those are certain layers of the tradition and I guess different ways up a mountain of this whole industry or this whole space where in, in its original versions, it's a file distribution method. But uh, where it is now is it's what we see. You you go into your phone and it's an option. It's an app. So it's a bunch of different things and we could argue about the definitions. But we we stick to that idea now. Actually, the, the content can be anything and it's just a good, easy, like offhand reference podcasting. Kami mismo. We're really focused on audio production and storytelling. So would you say the essence of radio, which is inform and entertain the same for podcasts or a little bit more than that? I think that radio really plays a large part. Like if you look at the top performing from way back, from before Puma Podcast started, if you looked at top performing on Apple, it was usually stuff from the radio, right? And it's essentially been a live format. And if you think about sort of our audio tradition, the majority of our audio tradition is is either live or taped as live. So it's really influenced by that. And if you look at a lot of the popular podcasts now, it's also still rooted in this live live tradition, live conversations. Ganun pa rin. So I, I think inextricable siya because that's the reference point that we're starting from. I don't know if it's just me. I know that organizationally, we value post-production. Ako personally, I want to be able to edit and fix things. And I don't know if that's because, you know, my training is primarily as a writer and I like to be able to revise my work before getting it out there. But live is something na ibang, ibang animal siya, you know? 
So I think a lot of people are talented at it. I think a lot of people do it well, but at least as far as I'm concerned, I'm not great live. And so I put a premium on the ability to kind of make myself sound smarter in um in post-production. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you there, Carlo. But I guess what I want to know is, this could be a subjective question, but to you, what makes a podcast good? What What makes you listen to it? Yeah, that's really subjective, no? Uh, so I will speak for myself and my personal taste. And you know, your listeners can probably judge me for maybe, you know, parang iba yung, iba yung taste ko, whatever. What I'm looking for is something that will provoke my imagination. And um, I like things that are very well structured, that provide me with information. Either it's something I didn't know, or it's providing me with information um, in a new way so that I can process the world. I really, I really like to learn. So that's where what I go to podcasts for primarily. And and honestly, that's actually what I I like with the work that we do. Because say if I'm doing reporting or I'm helping on a story, I'm sharing some of my knowledge. But more often than not, I'm learning from my team. Like this Women's Month. We released a series of episodes about uh, <laughs> Filipina feminists. I knew nothing. Like I, I, re- I really loved it. I really loved it because here's my team of young people educating me about like, who is this woman on the one thousand peso bill or, sambanang galing ang you know banana ketchup. Yung ganon, like oh wow, this is awesome. It's like I'm so into World War Two. But then it's like, oh yeah, the inventor of like banana ketchup, making a World War II at mga sundari. Oh, really? Awesome. So I love learning. I love the opportunity for learning. What I love about podcasts is that they're an opportunity to take time with something. Anybody who's been on TV or worked with that kind of context, lagi nagmamadali eh. Um, hindi ka patapos sa point mo. If you're, if you're interviewed on TV, hindi ka patapos sa point mo. You're being moved on to the next thing kasi ganitong kahaba lang yung segment, <laughs> 'di ba? May commercial break na. <laughs> May commercial break pa, 'di ba? Unlike here, I don't know how long I've been rambling, but obviously like I, you know, I can talk and we have space to have this conversation and it's a great medium for it because we have an opportunity to slow down, to have longer conversations and to measure out what we're saying and to be able to to move things back and forth unlike sa TV you know we're not trying to score points like sa TV especially if it's TV and people arguing diba yun yung mabenta but at least here right we slow down we we can have measured quiet voices and we we can we can have real conversations yeah and and basically in TV you're just following a checklist right to just mm. get through the time limit mhm mhm but if podcasts are a reflection on the internet, I mean, you can really go deep into a rabbit hole of different types of podcasts, yeah. right? I mean, it's not just the ones you like. Because from what I've seen so far, I mean, there are daily prayers, there are podcasts that make you sleep, meditate, sports, a- anything that you can find. Everything. Anything and everything. But, but it's, you know, it, there's a podcast about pretty much anything. If it exists, there's a podcast about it, like. That's where we are on that. And also, uh, what's interesting to me is what are essentially vloggers, what you you would have labeled as vloggers three, four, five years ago, they will do a video blog, right? But they'll call it 
a podcast. And people will stream something on Facebook and they'll also call it a podcast. And I'm not going to try and wall off what the definitions are. And say, hindi yung podcast, ito podcast, ganyan. What I believe is that the definition is expanding because it's easy for people to understand. I mean, that's that's why, you know, we call ourselves Puma Podcast. We're not just a podcasting company. We're, we are deeply, like, focused on audio production. But we know that what people hear and understand is, is podcast. And that is a, a clear medium. It's a growth medium and something that we're involved in. And so I, I think not necessarily a bandwagon, but it feels like it's a, it's a, it's a spirit of the times. Diba? Para medyo, medyo zeitgeisty yung yung concept ng podcasting um, especially as YouTube has become this weird place <laughs> yeah. like I, I still spend a lot of time there but it's it's really problematic and there's a specific there's some specific things about podcasting particularly the fact that you are much more intentional with podcasting you don't suddenly just listen to something like you have to discover it someone tells you about it there's some like cool factor to that that discovery aspect and then the intentionality of downloading the episode. Diba? I, I, I don't know. Like I've fallen asleep watching YouTube and then I wake up and I'm like, what, what am I watching? What is YouTube feeding me now? Diba? Pero sa, sa player mo, pwede mo order yung episodes. You, you, you have much more agency as a listener in defining what your experience is. Yeah, but given all these distractions from Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, how can podcasts grow or compete with those kinds of formats there's so many distractions i move from from a position where everything is a competition for attention and i'm i'm a lot more confident with podcasting than i am with basic with my home art which is literature how much more difficult would it be to get somebody to sit down and, and read a short story or like a long poem or something. So it becomes one, yeah, you have to create compelling work, but you have to understand your audience. There is an audience there. And I wonder if sometimes we move more often from the position of ito ako, ito yung ginagawa ko, and people should listen to. I wonder what people would be into and how that can overlap with my own taste and with my own interest. Because at least the way that we do you know, show development, we, we really go out of our way to try and identify an audience that we would like to be speaking to. Like, oh, you know, we haven't, uh, we haven't made a podcast for this kind of audience. Or, oh, you know, we've, we're getting this feedback that people would love to hear this kind of thing. And, and, and so there's a temperament. And I don't think that it's necessarily smart to try and compete actively. Like to say, okay, ito yung market share ng TikTok. Tapos aagawin ko yan and I'm gonna get them to listen to, to podcasts. If you're doing your podcast mm-hmm. in a in a, in a very intentional way, it has its own function. In the same way that um, there are times when I want to sit down and, and watch Netflix, but there are times when I'll sit down and I'll read a book. Right? And you have to understand where you fit within a person's life, you know, usage, what value you can add. And so it's more that like understanding where you can create value and your positioning within that value creation rather than looking at all of the other things that they get distracted by. Well, personally, I think the beauty of it is that you can listen to it while you're in the car driving to the office or somewhere yeah. else. And, <laughs> or you can do your chores and still learn something listening to podcasts, right? Oh, man. Before the pandemic, when I'd get stuck in the one, two-hour traffic jams, at least there was, you know, podcasting to, to keep me entertained. But now, 
Actually, I have to be more intentional in carving out time. Kasi wala na akong commute eh. ba? Now that we're stuck at home, wala akong commute time. So when do I do podcast? Hugas ako yep. pinggan, pag nagluluto ako. Exactly. ba? <laughs> like chores, ganyan. Chores equals podcasting. And, and and that's, at least for me, that's where the, the user experience happens. Yes, and uh, washing the car is a lot more enjoyable now than it used to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about podcasts here, particularly in the Philippines. I just opened my Spotify. I looked at the top 100 podcasts in the Philippines. And I was actually surprised 50 of them were Filipino-made. And in the top 10 alone, 9 out of 10 was made here in the country. So do you think it's finally arrived as a format? I always I always joke. I mean, since I, since I joined Puma Podcast... I've joked that you can't go to a party without running into somebody who either A, wants to have a podcast or B, already has a podcast and wants you to listen to it. <laughs> so I think it's been, I mean, right? I'm guilty of that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been around. Is it getting critical mass? I hope so. I mean, that's, that would be, that, that'd be great for, for all of these platforms. That'd be great for us as, as podcasters who are looking for audiences. You know, is it anywhere near TV? Malayo. But is it carving out a niche space? I think so. Uh, are more people getting on? I think so. I think that the numbers show that there is a, a sharp increase in the number of listeners of podcasts. And for all the terrible things that 2020 brought us, one of the positive things was that it did bring in those listeners. Honestly, alam naman natin, di ba? we would totally trade all of those listeners for a better 2020. Of course. <laughs> but you take whatever you can, right? So, sige, diba? We're all trapped. Or we're all ganyan. But then suddenly, you start seeing the value of this as an opportunity for learning, for conversation, for entertainment, etc. Et People are more engaged. What type of listener growth did you see since last year? For us specifically, like I won't share the, the specific number. I can say... People were making a presentation to me earlier this week and they were showing me our, our you know, our stats. And I was like, shoot, young number na yan. We would celebrate if we got that number in a month and we did, we're, we're doing it in a day. So what used to take us a month to hit with our, you know, with our news or whatever, it takes us a day now. We are always like surpassing the original targets that we set for ourselves. We do that whole thing of goals and stretch goals. And usually my goals are conservative, but my stretch goals are insane. And more often than not, the, the team has surpassed my stretch goals with just our expectations of, of listenership. Oh, that's, that's very great, great for you guys. But I guess what I'd like to understand is, do you have a sense of at what stage is our podcast You know, in this industry life cycle? Is it still growing or you think it's hitting a peak sometime soon? What, what's interesting to me is if you asked people a couple months ago, they'd be saying, ano pa yan? Like, it's not here yet. And I will definitively say it's here, right? It's here in terms of how much one people are making podcasts uh, how many podcasts there are right now is just like i don't think you can count the number of podcasts that exist locally very easily anymore because ang dami dami lang yeah and laging may bago diba we're part of podcast speech diba name drop podcast speech ba that's right meet me meron doon right. guys i'm starting a podcast guys please check out the you know i just started ganyan every week merong dalawa tatlo 
And that's just a small group. We just have to assume that that's the super small group of all of the potential Filipino podcasters that are out there that might not be part of that group, right? And so just the the growth in terms of the, the podcasters is huge. I think the, the engagement is huge. Obviously, we have audiences because they're responding. But there are people listening. We're not speaking into a void. And brands are actively engaging. So as you were saying, it is here. The question of is there growth potential? We don't know what the potential is because we're so early stage, I think. It's too early. It's so it's so early to define where, where this is going. But in, in terms of like big predictions, I'll say it's going to be huge. Right, it's gonna be a huge industry. It's going to be a big competitive industry. I won't say when, but I don't think we'll ever reach the scale of TV, for example. But I do think that we have the opportunity to be competitive with legacy media like radio. Yeah, one thing I noticed recently was a post that there's these two giant billboards on C5 already promoting <laughs> podcasts. So I yeah. think that's good for the entire industry, right? <laughs> Creates awareness. Yeah, uh, I mean. To me, what's exciting is that while we are, as, as we've spoken about, while we're jumping from live radio as a tradition that podcasting naturally seems to emerge from, as more people understand the technology, as more people see what you can do with this specific technology, there's going to be more stuff. There's going to be more uh, artistic production. There's, there's going to be more people doing really interesting things. As an organization, we we are made up primarily of, of journalists and storytellers. And so that's what the focus has been, is to try and use our training as journalists and as storytellers to create a specific kind of, of audio experience for people. And so I think as more people come in, as more people collaborate, we're seeing growth potential. There's business growth, there's creative growth, there's all of these other things that, that we can't even imagine yet because it's still happening pala. That's a wrap for part one of our show. We'll continue our fun chat on the Philippine podcast industry in part two, the final episode of season one with Carl Javier. Take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Speak Easy Project. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, 